When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Internet. This is Adam Todd Brown. This week's episode of Unpopular Opinion is brought to you, as always, by us, Unpopular Opinion. Come check us out this Sunday at New York Comedy Festival, November 6th, 6 p.m., Union Hall in Brooklyn. It's going to be me. It's going to be Jeff May. It's going to be Annie Letterman. It's going to be Anna Dresden. It's going to be a whole lot of damn fun, and we hope we see you there. Thanks. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a weekly column for a bunch of different places, and I've used those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. But now, I just come on this show to spout those opinions. Joining me today, he's a fantastic comic who you might know from the Professor Blastoff podcast. He's got a great monthly show in L.A. called Huntsburger Junk that you should for sure check out sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, back for the first time, David Huntsberger. Also joining me, they're two-thirds of the trio that makes up the Mean Boys podcast. They're also the driving force behind the Burn Booth web series. That's right, you guessed it. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Carey and Connor McSpadden. Should be an interesting show. How's everyone doing? We're good, man. Good, dude. These mics are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot. They just, they're very, uh, they're good, but they also, if you aren't right up on them, they're just like, fuck it, I'm on break. Mm. <laughs> they don't pick up shit. Yeah. Your uh, Kickstarter people aren't going to be psyched to hear that. No, this, they, they want us to sweat a little. <laughs> it's that kind of audience. They, they kickstarted shitty mics yeah. specifically. <laughs> well, yeah, we got keys I'm, here for I'm this wedding, so. Six <laughs> inches away right now. He's barely here. That's you, you do have to be right in there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I'm gone now. I like to think the guy that uh designed these at the company was a big pervert. He's like, Oh, I want yeah. to yeah, get mics. up on the get tip. Your lips on the mic. Oh, I can't, can't wait till this we podcast turn the gain gets up, sued for giving someone herpes. <laughs> Ooh. Well, now I'm really stoked and said yes to this. <laughs> <laughs> I was already on the fence, but now I'm well, thoroughly Keith's bombed. been to glory holes in the whole nine yards, and if he gets herpes from doing a podcast... <laughs> yeah, that's like the crocodile hunter getting killed by not a crocodile. Mind like. you, a subscription-fueled <laughs> podcast. Not even, <laughs> not even like accessible. Yeah. I don't want to no, this get... one. this episode's actually free. Calm down, motherfucker. I was going to say, I'm not getting a fucking STD behind a paywall. That's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Unless it's an eyes wide shut party and there's a cover charge. <laughs> Drill the glory hole in the paywall. Yeah. Right. So that's Connor and Keith. Hey. They're here. Hey, hey. Connor, you had a very exciting last appearance on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. When me and Jeff talked about rap lyrics, I thought that was fun. No, I think the uh, I'm talking about the other one. Oh, what? Where yeah, you I don't and remember. Randall was Maynard I on recently? Almost got in a fist fight. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> you almost Ooh. got in a fist hey, fight. Hey, I, I, he said it, not me. Okay, me and me and Randall are boys, dude. <laughs> yeah, Randall's amazing. They hang out. They're going very... hiking. Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he hasn't sent me his address for the Christmas card yet, but I'm gonna get it. I'm very excited. I'm gonna personalize his. <laughs> what uh, precipitated this happening? Um, I, I, th- personality. I was about to say it was about 23 <laughs> years of just uh, being an only child, uh, I think was probably the main uh, contributing factor. Yeah, Connor found out halfway through the show that normal people don't enjoy being insulted over and over again. By the ah. way, Keith in the car was like, yeah, man, I can't wait to go defend you about this. And then you immediately throw oh, me no. under the bus. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I mean, but that's unequivocally what happened. I still think it was funny and I still think you were right. But yeah, I'm, and I'm, also you can't deny what happened. Oh, no, I feel bad, dude. I felt, I, I felt like an asshole. So, yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh, Connor's out there so pleased with himself for ruining the podcast. <laughs> that is not the case. It, no, it didn't. Uh, it, it was. I, I got a, the, the most people that have ever contacted me about anything. Were well, just... I mean, yes. Yeah. To uh, Yes, it did. <laughs> like, it very much ruined the pot because we were trying to talk about, like, politics. Oh, like, yeah. What, like, we're hopefully going to do today also. But, if I can uh, get over your big fucking stupid face. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> We were talking about uh, Rodrigo Duterte in the Philippines, yeah. But it just turned into uh, the Connor McSpadden roast of Randall Maynard <sighs> within yeah. about a minute and a half of it started. <laughs> it was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it went south, uh, and it went s- really bad. And then it just turned into like a a fight party. It was so tense. It was like I've like when I was my father was getting surgery uh, and getting a, a heart valve replaced. I was about twice as calm as I was <laughs> in that fucking Cold War. <laughs> yeah, it was just the sound of buttholes tightening. Oh yeah, it. yeah, it was. Oof. Yeah, I, the, I mean, I had to there. host it. Didn't they call you Toxic? Yeah, that was the first time. That's oh, yeah, that was before <laughs> the Toxic Avenger. That's my name on the, on a, when I appeared. Yeah, that was uh, that was the weird one because that was the one where everyone was like, "Why doesn't Why doesn't anyone like Connor? What happened?" <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh, that's why." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it became very. Clear. I gave them a reason. You know, I feel like they deserve it. The people need something to hate to bring them together. That's what I'm. <laughs> You're ISIS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you're screaming. The Clintons created me to keep unpopular opinion together. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, hey, David Huntsberger's here too. <laughs> oh, I oh, thought yeah. I was going to segue to the you topic. Have, you have four minutes to riff now. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I have to keep it fair. Well, Adam twiddles That's with an fair. iPad. <laughs> oh, yeah, this this setup is strange in that like I'm an I didn't choose the best seat because I'm really we can tennis. look at each other in the mirror. Oh yeah, or, no, well, oh, I, I hate can just, that. Yeah, I'm going to cover that eventually. There's a lot of a back going on. I have uh, a co-host on one of these podcasts named Chet Wild who Ooh, yeah. he will sit in the chair Connor's in and look at himself when he talks. Like he needs to I have a bad be having a conversation. That. Yeah. So if he can't look at me, he'll just look at himself in the mirror. One of the first times I ever got roasted, I was sitting with my cousin and his friend and they're sitting on either side of each other and there's a wall in front of me and I was talking to them, but I was just looking at my own reflection and, and then my cousin was like, all right, you three. <laughs> Hey, remember uh, it, when you've done the podcast before and I always cut someone off when they're talking? Yeah, yeah I always think that's a weird... Uh, Do you think that's that shitty of me? Yeah, I think that's super Hit it, Brett! Know you know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. This wasn't very natural. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. And all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call the segment this week of me. It's about to get really intense. I can't even hear you. Yeah, I can't really hear you. Yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, my God. That's so much louder than it usually is. 
Yeah, I should have told you to turn your headphones down. Yeah, what it lacked in timing, it made up for in volume and <laughs> in pure intensity. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't good, but at least it was annoying. So you still that's what we, I, th- that's I, what I thought we, we moved for. on from my last episode. <laughs> annoying is what we shoot for. You still get to say "hit it, Brett." Yeah, that's contractually okay. They don't have a copyright on the name Brett. I don't <laughs> His iPad name is Brett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I named like this Bionic tag. robot, something, something, something. Oh, I like it's that he's got it all done up like Wilson, like he misses Brett, so he's got his face on it, like with one of his old T-shirts he left <laughs> oh, here. Oh, I should do that. Oh, build a Brett shrine. I yeah. should. I should build a robot Brett. Yeah. Robrett. That just runs off this iPad. <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know. That's a winning idea. Yeah. The election. The election. Why am I trying to get this? Sorry, I gotta, I gotta stay yeah. on brand. This. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be fine. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about conspiracy theories surrounding the election. How, do, how does the room feel about conspiracy theories in general? Big fan. Coast to coast AM almost every night in the car. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of Connor repeating talk radio conspiracy theories at me. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. What's the most popular one out there currently? Oh, um, about the election or just in general? About the election. I mean, you got the you got the Hillary's sick thing. You got the bill is sick, and Hillary's waiting for right before the election to announce that he's sick. You know, because people are saying that he looks uh, pretty crippled. People, uh, the Bernie Sanders voter fraud is a pretty popular one. Yeah. You know, um, do you think it, Bill's sick or is he just fucking old? You see, that's what I, that's how I feel. Like, but that's I, what old people look at. Like. I think it would, yeah, I think it would be pretty dope if Bill had like leukemia and then hillary was just like oh yeah by the way it's november 2nd and my husband has fucking leukemia that's why we need real socialized medicine vote hillary <laughs> i like that you said it would be dope if bill clinton had leukemia no bill yeah. everyone knows what bill if clinton she, is my hero what if she I gave him. him leukemia i want that conspiracy what theory. she like suge knighted him and just like snuck it in? oh yeah, yeah like hey yeah. hey bill like you the cia owe did to bob marley you know yeah. like they signed a fucking <laughs> demon blood contract after the Lewinsky fucking scandal broke and, he, and she was just like all right well you know i get to give you cancer to be the president someday and then she gave him a little bit in 2008, she got trigger happy, you know, when he started to go downhill <laughs> before all the electoral votes came in and Obama stole the nomination from her. That's the thing I like about Hillary is that Hillary got out of the friend zone. She got friend zoned by America in 2008 <laughs> and she was always there for us, you know, when we needed to talk about our new right. girlfriend, uh, our, new, our new black guy we were dating, <laughs> you know, and then finally, you know, she, we, she stuck around and now we're like, all right, I think I could settle for you, she Hillary. Some dick on the rebound. Yeah, maybe. Like, there, I mean, the election hasn't happened yet. No. Yeah, there's I'm no speaking plan where Donald Trump is going to win. Yeah, I, I sure hope not. And it does. Not def- it definitely seems. Have, have you guys heard about the uh, the Mormon dude in Utah that is uh, trying to win with six electoral votes? The Mormon dude in Utah. You don't need to be more specific than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is dude. I think I believe his name is McMullen or something like that. And he's his plan is to win Utah, get six electoral votes, and stop either person from getting the necessary two seventy, and then win in the House with all the Republicans that hate Trump. Uh, but Hillary's going to probably be too sad. It's not going to be like a dead heat that comes down to right. Utah. But I mean, it's, it's a, a pretty, bold move. It's a pretty wacky plan. And as a man who enjoys wacky plans, I'm rooting for him <laughs> and disagrees with everything he believes politically. But still, I mean, how hilarious would it be if yeah, fucking yeah. McMullen from Utah was our next president? <laughs> Cut yeah. to three years from now, like, oh, gays are illegal now. But hey, he won his wacky plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's always that. It's, it's the, probably the easiest way I can get Keith to move out at this point. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling for him. David Huntsberger, what's your temperature on conspiracy theories? Are there any at all, election-related or otherwise, that you do kind of find yourself on board with? I root for them to be unequivocally proved accurate. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, yeah. that's everyone. I just watched um, Requiem for the American Dream. Have you seen that? No. Noam Chomsky, it's on Netflix. Oh, really yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Is that so, uh, 
You know what? I was going to say something, but that was the old Connor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're doing this here now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on. Requiem for the American Dream. I, mean, I haven't he, seen he that kinda, yet. I mean, they lay out sort of data-ish elements of kind of a they, a top, you know, 0.1% of the ultra-wealthy. Oh, like the Bilderberg group and shit. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. They don't name them by name, but just they're, they're sort of ideals of like destroying unions and keeping Americans fighting amongst each other, which we're doing spectacularly yeah, now. Yeah, we're crushing that. Game. You know yeah. what? I, I, yeah, I, we're killing I, it. I honestly think there's not going to be any big crash. I think things are just going to get more and more expensive and we're going to work longer and longer and then one day we're going to be like, oh, wow, yeah, this is fucking slavery. <laughs> That's, I mean, like, uh, they showed some footage of Alan Greenspan talk, like, late, you know, saying what's been successful is keeping the American worker uh, insecure. Like, always being like, if we're all nervous. Oh, the keeping all the time. up with the Joneses and like the advertising and shit that, that, you know, started in the 50s is just like, mm-hmm. 50s and 60s is like, that's probably fueled more problems than <laughs> fucking anything. I mean, I don't, and I don't think Fuck that's you, a Keith. conspiracy, really. <laughs> <that> Fuck you. <laughs> that, those things don't seem like a conspiracy that, like, no, no, yeah. Everyone like, consuming constantly. And you go to any given mall and the people you see, are like, oh, yeah, it's working. I mean, these people. Oh, are not, dude, yeah. I mean, wh- what are we gonna do all day if we're not buying things and being terrified? Like the subtext, yeah. the subtext yeah. of the packaging, fucking kite, like right. The packaging of every product that has a subtext of "put this in your sad hole," yeah, <laughs> until it gets wider and wider, right. and yeah, then that'll you're fix dead. it. Yeah, this will fix it. Yeah, uh, Yeezy three fifties. That Connor, that'll make your parents proud of you. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Depending uh, on your parents, it might. They're That's re-releasing a great uh, Idiocracy into theaters right before the election because uh. I think like everyone feels like that was so. I saw some thing piece about how like the the sexist truth behind Idiocracy, and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was sexist. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember that. That's weird. I can see that. She's like, I mean, like, I can see the, the mm-hmm. making that argument. Well, she's a hooker. She, yeah, she's a hooker. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. also like the smartest person in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't she become? president or something like she that? She was like again? the first lady because she's... Oh, oh, she's with him. Yeah. Because yeah. she's a woman. But like the... Yeah. H.G. Yeah, well, I mean, Where the they time... belong, right, fellas? Yeah. In the White House? In the White House. What kind of weird fucking back and do sexism <laughs> is this? Wait, yeah. Keep and women in the White House where they belong. Oh. 2016. <laughs> if you ask me a woman's place is in the House and the Senate and the Oval Office, <laughs> I think that we need to be, uh, you know, have a, a representative government that actually reflects the people that they're governing. Are you guys, I think we can all this agree. This has been another whoa, episode whoa. of Connor McSpadden, Progressive Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, what about you, conspiracy theories? I, I want to believe. I don't think I do. I don't think I think anyone's that smart. You know what I mean? I, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like a conspiracy like what theory, conspiracy theories are you talking about though? Uh, just any of them, because I feel I mean aside from the weird you know like aliens and bullshit, but any of the election type ones, I feel like we want to believe conspiracy theories the same way we want to believe in God. Like we want to believe there's some control at the top of all of this, and I really just kind of think it's idiots doing their best. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't sign myself on as believing any of them, but uh, I do. I will tell you about the creepiest conspiracy theory thing I ever heard in my life on uh, KFI AM six forty, uh, more stimulating talk radio, coast to coast AM with George Norrie, uh, ten PM <laughs> to six AM every day. Sponsored by <laughs> Jiffy Lou. Yeah, brought to you uh, by fucking uh, Sweet James Bergener, the, the best. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, so the the host goes on. It's a guest host. It's not George Norrie, and he's a, he's got a real deep voice, and he's like. I remember when I was uh, talking to a very high-ranking uh, member of the military, and he said, what color do you remember sunlight being when you were a boy? And I was like, well, I suppose it was like a, like a, like a, like a yellow, like a bright yellow. And he's like, 
and what color is sun's light now? And he was like, oh, it's just kind of a pale whitish gray. And he's like, we're looking out for you. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Like, fuck it. That was like about chemtrails episode. And like <laughs> color corrected the sun. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't believe that. But that fucking is creepy as shit that they're just fucking putting shit in the sky to stop global warming or something. Like, I don't know. I don't think yeah, that's that would true. Be pretty but I think that's a fair. Stop it. Create it. That was, a, that was a fake. <laughs> that was a great monologue that he gave. <laughs> Creeped me the fuck. I was driving alone in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, nope. Let me put on the spin doctors for the rest of the drive. <laughs> What about the, uh, there have been some conspiracy type things that have come out related to this election that aren't directly election related, like uh, Hillary Clinton. It came out in, uh, WikiLeaks has been uh, releasing all of her emails, as Mother Russia has directed them to do. (laughs) And one of the things that came out is that she runs some of her decisions through a shadow government. And did she use the is that is that yeah, that's the you, phrase they're, they're referred to is as that the, that's, call, how, that's what she calls the Obama, Obama administration. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I was fight. I knew Keith was a step behind me. <laughs> we raced for the same dumb racist. <laughs> yeah, they they referred to talk it, about a shadow uh, puppet. Am I right, everybody? Oh, I tell you, sometimes as the seventh floor group. But it was, uh, but they did use the term shadow government. Sometimes. That is for sure just the bridge game she plays to unwind with the other old ladies <laughs> from fucking Arkansas. And shadow that's the kind. Is what she that's the called. kind of thing. Like a shadow government is a conspiracy that's been out there for a long time. That there's this secret, higher-ranking level of officials that really make all the decisions. So if you were a believer in that theory, you you probably saw these headlines and you were like, "Yes, I'm vindicated." But then if you read it more. They're just like, yeah, sometimes they ignored them, though. That's not how shadow governments work. Yeah, that's work. an yeah, advisor. Well, and also, <laughs> yeah, that's a that, consultant. That's, a, that, that's not a shadow government. That's a bro. Like, yeah. that's- There's so <laughs> many dumb shit, like, members of Congress that, like, if you talk to them, like, the, you, you don't know fucking anything. Like, you know, you're just, like, a, objectively a stupid person that's just bad at, like formulating your own thoughts and having a discussion or whatever. It's like the fact that there's all these people that would be, you know, privy to this and none of them have spilled the beans. It's like, yeah, there's some fucking idiot that like one in some tiny district in Vermont that's like, yeah, man, the lizard people told me that I'm not allowed to raise taxes. And, you know, like that shit would have come out by now. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I watched Quiz Show last night and I feel like Quiz Show is a good representation of how these things could sometimes work. Because in What's that- Quiz Show? Quiz Show was about a show in the 50s. I think it's based on a true story. Yeah, it is. A show back in the 50s and 60s called 21, where you basically played, you answered questions and played to 21 points. You got 500 points per question. And there was this big scandal into whether they were giving people answers ahead of time just to keep certain contestants on for ratings. Mm-hmm. And they were. That eventually came out. But this guy who was investigating it interviewed... 43 different people who were given answers, and every one of them was like, <laughs> nope, not telling you a thing. Because they took care of those people. They, they made a lot of money for what they did. And if you're just some shithead on a game show and you all of a sudden have 150 grand in 1950s money, yeah. why would you... Rack them out. Your goddamn mouth. Well, yeah. I, but how I, do they prove I would also that say there's about had. a thousand, probably a thousand living people that have been members of the uh, the, the Congress or you know have held cabinet positions or you yeah. know high ranking government officials, and uh, 
There, a thousand people, like forty three. You know, there's like you know, but I I just find it hard to believe. I find it hard to like no one and has like ever. So, and like somebody cleans that office. You know what I mean? Like somebody up there kind of yeah. knows something weird. Is going Ideally, yeah. a spy. If what the Americans tells me is and true. And if they went Great over forty three, how did they conclude that they had in fact cheated? There were forty five people they had to talk to, and one of the last few people mailed himself a copy of the questions and answers two days before he appeared on the show. And he just kept it. He did like the poor man's copyright. Oops. And uh, when the investigator showed up, he was just like, ha ha, and just handed him the envelope. Like he was waiting for someone to come ask him about it. All right. Check it's it pretty out. great. It's actually a pretty great movie. And it that sounds interesting. Like that. That's the thing that struck me during that. Like they did a whole montage of him interviewing people and everyone's just like, ah, no, not telling you shit. I mean, I believe that, you know, five living presidents could keep aliens a secret. You know, that seems a lot easier, but... Yeah. What about the Denver airport? Oh, that's, that's a fun It's one of the dumbest ones. What is this one? It's not dumb, Connor. The bunkers are there. <laughs> son of a bitch. Jesse the Body Ventura drove up to them. All right, never mind. It's probably dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what if I drive past here? I don't think about stuff. We'll shoot you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yo, if I'm going to commit suicide... Nice airport. <laughs> if I'm committing suicide, I'm for sure doing it via Area 51 guard. Like... <laughs> Suicide I thought you were going to say via Jesse Ventura. Oh, pff, yeah. I'm gonna, that would be pretty great, uh, too. That's a tweet away from happening. <laughs> but yeah, you I'm just, th- just going to drive in a Jeep, you know, with the fucking open windows. I uh, just uh, have a big bullseye in my head, you know, just holding the water gun painted black. <laughs> Is everyone familiar with the Denver airport bunkers? No. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy? Yeah, vaguely. What substantiates it? That there's uh, too much concrete allotted for in the... I think part of it is that the areas surrounding that airport used to be flat. And now it's all hills and there, like there's been something done under there. And the bunkers do exist. It's just kind of in dispute what they're there for. The conspiracy is that it's like where Bill it's, Gates and Oprah and all them will go hang out. Right? Yeah, it's where when shit jumps it's like an off. Apocalypse, like it's like an apocalypse there. bunker for the uh, okay. rich and wealthy. Okay. And well, the, the the thing that gets wackadoo is when you go into the actual like layout of the airport and they're like, all right, this Chipotle and this Cinnabon, and the, they form a pentagram. And then if you, <laughs> you look at the posters on the wall, it's all yeah. How great Masonic that we'll still symbols. have all that stuff after the apocalypse. Oh man, that's gonna be so dumb. <laughs> oh, just get to the Denver airport and get yourself a Cinnabon. Just like a Mad Max, just like chainsaw fight for the last Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had a layover at the Denver airport and I was googling some of the shit. Like, what should I go look for? And I just got I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like I was like I don't have I, j- I just wanted the murals are creepy but yeah the, I don't know if I saw those maybe I did we talk about them so much I'll pull them up one more time and then the horse statue that like killed the designer <laughs> we talked to calling it Warhorse when we were in Denver <laughs> Warhorse he fell on the man who was building him then he finished building himself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Prospector uh, fucking Folklore Adam is uh, my new favorite part of the Pops uh, fucking family. Yeah, the horse, it's uh, huge. It's gigantic. It's the first thing. Denver Airport Horse is the first thing that comes up. (laughs) Right? We have Googled it so many times. Before Broncos. Yeah. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that is outside. And then that comes to life, and Mark Zuckerberg rides it to the moon to hang out with the Nazis on the dark side. Its eyes glow day and night. Okay. It's yeah, really it's a sight dope. to behold. And yeah, it fell on the guy that built it, severed an artery, and killed him. Yeah, what well, had to because you realized, oh, wait, I'm building the devil. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the uh, the 
uh, swastika layout of the f- design of the airport. Isn't that something? Yeah, cool? it's like a vaguely swastika kind of. Lay- it's not I like mean, a I perfect. I mean, if you put enough straight lines together, you're gonna get some swastikas. <laughs> like it's an efficient <laughs> design. Look, you can't make an omelet without appropriating a few offensive symbols from the past. And uh, these are the creepy murals. I promise people listening at home, last time we'll talk about these. It's just one of my favorite things. What? Yeah, that's, um, uh uh-huh. And what people will point out is that it's world peace on the other side. But you still have an apocalypse mural in your airport. This looks like it's like someone's depiction of like the gays violently taking over America. <laughs> yeah, it's just a rainbow, and then at the end is just a stormtrooper with a fucking blade. He is a stabbing he, he's, a dove. He's taint fucking <laughs> a dove with a scimitar while he holds a, a bayoneted Kalashnikov with the other hand. That, that is an Iron Maiden album cover. Yeah, that's pretty. That's okay. That's fucking metal. All right, I'm on board with this now. Yeah, and they routinely get top airport artwork whenever people do fucking polls like that. Because why not? There's also gargoyles. That's not even it's like Sky Mall at the fucking top airport. (laughs) There's also gargoyles all over the Denver No one's like, we could fly direct, but if we take a layover in Albuquerque, then we can check out. Albuquerque actually got number two (laughs) on the most recent poll, and their shit is just like turquoise and blankets. As a, as a man who is incredibly autistic about a lot of things, I am floored. <laughs> yeah, what a lame world of dumb bullshit this is. <laughs> yeah. But the... Uh, ATB's airport hierarchy. <laughs> speaking of the Denver airport and people who hide conspiracies, that's one where people are like, it would have taken so many people to build those bunkers. How would they keep them all quiet? Yeah. Well, you just don't tell them anything. You tell them they get a bunker. You know, you know, you know it's But you cr- can't give them all a bunker. You can lie and then just slowly kill them as the apocalypse they'll approaches. They'll figure it out when they don't have a bunker. But they'll you like some of them are going to die of old age. Even then, they're going to talk. These are contractors. Like we can do this, Keith. I, what? <laughs> Who is we? What do you know? There are tunnels <laughs> under downtown L.A. Let's can, make this happen. Can I prove your point a little bit? My uh, my great grandfather Doug, uh, he he like worked in the construction of the runway where the Enola Gay took off. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's like, and he, he was just like, yeah, I'm just uh, fucking digging a hole here. And then he didn't know he was going to kill 100,000 people or whatever. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this That's is like sad. This is like the Batcave conundrum, though. Like, when the people come in to build the Batcave for Batman, somebody had to just be, like, the guy who put in the plumbing lines. You know? Yeah. So that guy knew, like, oh, this motherfucker's Batman. And, like, there's not a lot you can do about that. I think it's the same concept. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, you have to do something. But even then, the fact that you besmirch Alfred's plumbing skills in my presence is—he's only one man. <laughs> I went to a uh, an art museum in Phoenix, and they had an exhibit where they showed the patches from classified branches of the Air Force, and one of them had a fucking alien on it, and it was in the void of space, and it said "A lifetime of silence behind the green door." <laughs> oh my there's God. a couple even gnarlier ones i don't know if you can maybe google like uh you know like classified air force patches but like they are fucking intense like i was like looking at them four in the afternoon waiting to do my fucking gig at the tempe improv and i'm just like oh god i gotta go home like and you're n- you're sure th- how are we sure they're real though oh this is something i've oh, i've heard about it on coast to coast am so i don't think that it uh, could possibly be anything less than <laughs> <laughs> no like these are these are a real thing i've heard of these before I, th- I get the sense that you're like pretty genuinely skeptical, but then certain things make oh, you like race yep. home and have a nap. These would be the, uh, a lifetime of silence behind the green door. Scroll down a little bit. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, what the? It's a weird alien witch over a map of the globe. <laughs> and this is it's on above top secret, so you know it's true. 
<laughs> yeah, like these are creepy if they're real. You know, you're right. I'm. I, I. I want these things to be true, but like, I can't. Like, I don't know. I can't. I, oh, I, I want them to be. I can't I want... commit to believing them. I can't be yeah. that guy is, because unless like... there's like irrefutable evidence. Isn't well, that like an insane cross? clown posse logo though? That one. <laughs> I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where do you cross that threshold? I think it starts in childhood that you're like, I'm dedicating my life to this. I'm gonna clip out every article. I'm gonna, you know, and that's kind of in a weird way appealing to be one of those guys in a bunker news clippings everywhere yeah you know, like foil on it all seems of your fun you know what you're gonna do in the morning like, yeah yeah, yeah. Seem nice. well you're just gonna you're gonna put another x in the calendar till those jfk documents come out yeah like you were talking about you know people at the mall just being like what am i gonna do go fly a kite like that guy's busy like every day <laughs> just scouring yeah yeah, yeah, it's a lot of stuff to uncover. Like, if I really felt there was like a deep government conspiracy, and like I could like Edward Snowden myself, I'm like, I'm stand up gigs are canceled. All right, I'm gonna fucking just go try to you know work for the people. Yeah, <laughs> that would be it. Look, if I had to live in an embassy and then just like be bummed about my fucking shitty Starbucks Wi Fi, I got to get from across the street with my range extender. Like that would be. Awesome. I like to think of Edward <laughs> Snowden just on Starbucks Wi Fi, like the least <laughs> secure fucking thing in the world. Oh yeah. Just using a computer in a Best Buy. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to think every conspiracy theory is true. Like, I wish they could all be true. Yeah. But that's impossible. Well, like, when we I listen to conspiracy theory radio, my rule is while I'm listening to it, it's 100% true. You just got to enjoy right. it. That's fair. Like, we can't have faked the moon landing and also have found aliens on the moon when we landed there. Right. Like, those two things, something's got to give... I choose to believe we found aliens. The built-in skepticism toward like our own friends is interesting. Like if you meet someone that's like ghosts are a weird one because you're like, well, you probably, but you know, someone's seen something where you're like, yeah, but you might have, and that'd be frustrating if that shit happened to you. Where you're like, I'm telling you, a little dude walked out of the closet, held up a finger, and then just disappeared, and I know it was an alien, and then all my TVs were broken or something like that. You'd yeah. be like, I don't yeah. believe you. You'd never believe that person. But you'd have no reason not to. Yeah, like, why would they lie? Oh, I believe him. I mean, I live with Keith. I kind of get... My, yeah. I, I went to see my buddy, and he was showing me these, like, ghost paranormal activity videos. And he's like, oh, my God, these upset me so much. I got so scared. And I was like, well, just let's Google that same video and then debunked. And then he was like, oh, I'm fine now. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen The Hidden Hand? No, what is this? So that's about lizard people. That's where you, you sit on it, and then you. And you <laughs> <laughs> that's the the, the uh, dead hand. I'm so, you keep um, trying to make serious points, and I keep randling you. I feel like <laughs> no, sorry, man. Hey, no, no room for jokes here, guys. Uh, <laughs> but the hidden hand is like there's certain stories in it. Like you've heard the one about the the British military guys that went out. Walk in like, the bar, and then there's a priest in a rib. Connor. <laughs> You said you heard the one about that, and I like <laughs> this one. Stop like, being childish. We're talking about aliens. <laughs> hey, man, no one loves a drink equation more than me. Continue. <laughs> uh, never mind. I've lost interest. No, please. No, no, no. no, no I, I don't mean to be what's his name or the, the intensity or whatever. But I, uh, it's not, I, the story. It's the British guys. They walk out. They like put their hand on a ship or something, and then oh yeah, all this yeah, binary yeah. code. Is that two thousand one: A Space Odyssey? No, it's it's kind of yeah. like that. Though. Yeah. Like That's that, fucking sick. Yeah. Where they uh, and then there's this girl that it's my had, favorite thing ever. Yeah, they, Space Odyssey. He he wrote out the binary code even though he didn't know it. Yeah, he this these two guys they encounter this ship uh-huh. just kind of in the middle of and they both have the exact same story like a spaceship. Like yeah, a, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, one of them puts his hand on it, and all of a sudden, all this binary code starts like going through his head. Oh shit! And it's like very intense. And like when he takes his hand off, he's like, "Holy shit, this just happened." 
And is, didn't they also say they felt like they were there like five minutes and then it was like 45 minutes yeah. past? And he remembers all this binary code and writes it down. And it's like... For like years. It's constantly yeah. cycling through his head. And he writes it down and it's uh, just like coordinates and it says something for uh, further advancement of research. And it gives something coordinates. Like that, yeah. so it's like something really weird and vague, but... yeah. It's also specific because it's coordinates to somewhere in the world. Yeah, and you're not going to randomly write out the right binary for something. What, what's right. the coordinates? I don't, I don't know that they, they get to anything substantial. Yeah. It's just an area where I think there have been like UFO things reported. You know what's interesting? With the, the, you think it's been a short time, but it's actually been a long time. Is uh, My friends uh, from high school made a TCDS machine, transcranial direct stimulation which is uh, like you put electrodes on your fucking head and then it like gives you very mild shocks to like stimulate certain areas of your brain to be more productive. You know, it helps with your focus or this. The, the, the configuration they had me on was for my hand-eye coordination and I juggled before and I juggled after, you know, and I was better juggling after. And um, when they put it on, like I was like, I, I put some peats in the microwave for a minute and I put it in the microwave and then I turned around and it was done. And I looked back around and I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then I was like, no, I've been just staring into space for a minute. I guess. Like it was just the time just passed really quickly. It was interesting. It's like when you do salvia. <laughs> oh, I, I smoked salvia once out of a soda can uh, when I was younger. And then the ground <laughs> got shaky and I ate a PB&J made out of a hot dog bun. So it was pretty trippy. Yeah. Don't do salvia. Oh yeah, I've seen, have you seen the salvia challenge, people? Like the like salvia. Yeah, salvia is nonsense. Yeah, it's the worst drug. It's it seems entirely unpleasant. It is. I kind of like the shortness idea. I've never done it, but like I just like the idea that it's like oh, forty five seconds and then you're done. Yeah, it's like if nitrous took you to hell briefly. <laughs> That's what salvia is like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds. It's dumb. a very fleeting trip through the worst place you've ever been. Yeah, in it's your a haunted life. house for your brain. Yeah, pretty much. So, how about Trump's theory that? the election is going to be rigged at the polling places. Is there any evidence? No. Or is it just him making shit? How would there be? I don't know. I mean, well, there could be. Maybe WikiLeaks has something. Maybe. Like, who knows? Yeah. But I feel like that's that's definitely him just kind of... I think it's just him shielding himself if he loses. Yeah. He can just blame it on the system. Well, it's him playing his... I mean, you know, he's always tapped into sort of like angry, distrustful, sort of like poor people... And there's nothing you can say that's going to connect to that group more than I don't trust the robots, you know? Right. Like, the machine is untrustworthy. Because, mm-hmm. no, they can't prove that it's not, so they believe that it is. Right. But now we have all of these people saying they're going to show up at the polling places. One guy said, you know, I'm just going to show up. Uh, I guess they call it racial profiling. But I'm just going to look for, you know, any Muslims or Mexicans or people who don't speak American he said, speak American. <laughs> that's our guy. And that's that's all funny, but he will show up, too. He will yeah, I mean, find not... a Muslim voting and go, what are you doing here? Yeah, it's, it's Oh, not... is this guy like doing like the Black Panthers, police the police, but for the wrong thing? Yeah, because Trump made that prediction that the election is going to be rigged at the polling places. What, well, the like, thing, like the, why, the... Would, why would they send a Muslim to do it? Like, yeah, to... you would, you'd send yeah. like, someone that looks like me. No, yeah, you exactly. said, yeah, you'd send somebody in a Make America Great hat in there. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And I'd just be like, which color do I wear? I have some. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, like, a good point about the, the voting fraud is that elections are so decentralized. It's like, it would be so hard. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, how would you do it? Like, I feel JFK challenge? maybe got away with it, but that might be, might have been the last great buying of the election. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing is what's crazy about this theory is, I mean, now, of course, Democrats are like, ah, shut up. But I know a lot of people in 2004 who were like, Kerry won Ohio. They hacked the computer voting system in Ohio. Like, if you go back and look, there are tons of conspiracy yeah. theories. Kerry around. didn't win shit, but who the biggest bitch contest? <laughs> <laughs> Or even 2000, I mean, that whole conflict. Yeah, there was, yeah. You know, yeah, that was pretty great. Democrats do an interesting thing where I feel, and I am a Democrat, but like very reluctantly, and yeah. I feel like we're very uh, dismissive of like wacky crackpot ideas until they benefit our side. Right, right. And then we're like, this is real. And yeah. No, you know what I mean? Bush is going to put everyone in FEMA camps. I like. I, yeah. I wish more than anything there was a, a non-ridiculous info wars for like liberals. That would be so much fun to read every day. Info wars, let's, they, they let's did Let's start that website. All right, the unpops. Unpopulartruth.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, the InfoWars put out this video about it. it was supposedly Hillary Clinton faked a press conference after she fainted when she got pneumonia. And they're like, if you look at it here, like this left, she sounds fake. This looks like a green screen. And then, like, you Google it and, like, oh, there's another angle with all the people and there's a bunch of tweets. <laughs> and it's like, well, you fucking put this on your website, you dumb dumbs. Like, what do you like? What, you know what you're doing. Like, you know this is not fake. Yeah. Well, has anyone seen the Loose Change documentary? The 9/11. I can't one. believe I haven't because I've, I haven't watched it. I've made so many jokes. Well, the thing about it is, it's seeming like when you watch it, you're like, "Oh, this is pretty well done. This is really compelling." But the guy started out. Uh, David Wong wrote a really interesting article about it on Crack. The guy started out making like a parody, like he was trying to parody these types of documentaries. And then accidentally made a really good. And one. then people just started like seeing clips from it and going. Yeah, man, you're right. <laughs> and he realized that was more where the following was, so he turned it into a serious documentary. But like, he's got a scene at the beginning where he points out that there's no plane wreckage around the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at a wide shot, there's like a fucking wheel from the plane. Yeah. One of the engines is sitting there. There's lots of wreckage. Yeah, he I, just cropped I, that picture and put it in his documentary. I know a dude who was at the Pentagon during 9-11, and he's like, yeah, th- it was a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, sir? Yeah, he's like, I'm so sure, because part of it landed on my friend. <laughs> Which is a bummer, but I'm like, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah. I don't okay. know, dude. I mean... Who got to your friend is all I want to know. <laughs> Who got to your friend to say it was a plane that landed on him? <laughs> I don't know, but they didn't pay him enough because he's still poor. Exactly. Damn. I know some. I know some. I, I didn't know, but I guess some of the people of like the firefighters that got hurt in nine eleven just got like a shitload of money. Rightfully so, but they just got like I guess people got like two million dollars. Well, because they also got cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Like crazy breathing issues and can't breathe in that much thermite. That's what they use to uh, control. Yeah, the to control the demolition. Yeah, yeah. Burns, thanks. burns incredibly thanks, hot. Man. It's very simple to make. I mean, it could be distributed in a, a you know briefcases when you know moles in the office. Yeah, I want to be scared of you for knowing this, but I know you were just like a sullen teen reading the anarchist cookbook. Well, no, they could also I didn't, do. It with I just paint. made that up right now. I didn't even. Know. Oh, okay. Well, no, they could paint. They oh, thermite paint. Yeah. Yeah, thermite paint. Oh shit! Come on. A couple guys. window washers didn't know. Have you about never to kill five control people. explosion to building? Control explosion. <laughs> control <laughs> explosion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the technical term for it? But do you do you worry that controlled alt right explosion? That's <laughs> do you what worry I call that Trump's Bush. claims that the election is rigged are going to make people riot? I think it uh, will. The the whole existence of Trump has kind of delegitimized the political process. Yeah. But here's yeah. here's the here's a, a, a hope that I have is that Hillary Clinton and Paul Ryan are both very kind of pragmatic 
and I'm hoping for some like 1990s Newt Gingrich, you know, Clinton fucking like just like good old fashioned compromise type shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that that very well could happen, but uh, the, you know the stuff is coming out today about how John McCain's saying that they're going to oppose Supreme Court nominations no matter what and all this shit, and you're just like, all right, well maybe not, but yeah, it's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, that's how the the, the I do think there will be some kind of like mild riots that are just amount to a couple like fat dudes trashing like a blockbuster, but <laughs> <laughs> that's how the uh, last Purge movie ends. You hear two whoop. fat dudes trashing a blockbuster? <laughs> yeah, weird. That's how this podcast we ends. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just riots because the election didn't go the way, and everything else about the purge has come true so far. That's oh. not true. In the Philippines, kind of. Yeah. 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 If uh, if you ever go to Santa Barbara, go to Isla Vista on the weekend, and that is the purge. There's just people in costumes and like they're trading you hamburgers to listen. Are you to allowed to Jesus. kill them? I hope so, because <laughs> if not, then I have a few things to take care of. I heard hamburgers. I got excited. Oh, yeah. No, there's the, the, the Jesus burgers, and you go, and they read you a Bible verse, and then they give you a free hamburger, and you're drunk, and you're like, all right, dude, thanks. Yeah, and that's then, a good deal. Yeah, and people go keep ambling away. What about the idea that Trump is a Russian operative? That's a fun I mean, if he is, he's this not is, a good one. This is, like, one of the more viable ones, is that there's back-channeling with Putin. Like, it's, it's, it's yeah, kind I think of it believable. Yeah, He's got so many ties. After he filed bankruptcy so many times in the U.S., banks here wouldn't give him money. So a lot of his, like the past decade or so at least, a lot of his bigger business deals have been financed through Russia. It's the only country that would still give him money. Okay. And, oh, God, we're going to fucking start another goddamn Cold War. It's already, like, the whole... Oh, yeah, it's Vladimir all, Putin is, is fucking terrifying. And just, like, there's so much shit popping off everywhere. It's... Ugh. Yeah, he's like, Aleppo? I know how to fix that. Let's kill everybody. Yeah, and we're like, hold on. <laughs> Women and children. And he's like, oh, you, you mean the sawdust of progress? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's been intense. He's an intense guy. Did you know that uh, Vladimir Putin asked for H.W. Bush, like, why don't you get rid of those term limit things? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and why don't you have like a throne or like a fancy hat you wear when you're president? Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I worry about with Trump if he were to get elected. Like, I feel like he's the one guy who'd be like, term limits? No. Yeah. And we no. just have President Trump yeah, the yeah. rest of and our lives. In 2020, he runs for king. And then <laughs> after that, yeah. Wow, we it's make unanimous. Him, we make him chancellor, then he becomes dictator. Uh, the, he, uh, there's that thing that came out that he said he was going to get uh, like 95% of the black vote. And then you look at like, no, Obama got 92. Like <laughs> he's going to get more of the black vote than Obama. There's also a thing that came out when there's, uh, all the Republican candidates were still in the race. And it's, and it was like a survey of like, do you think whites are the superior race? And like how many percentage of their supporters believe that? And Ben Carson had 1%. <laughs> Maybe laugh so hard. There's like, yeah, we, we're not big fans of us. You know, we think... <laughs> I didn't know all that stuff about uh, Trump and Russia. How, if if you are Putin and you're like, all right, Trump, I want you to go get in there. Don't you feel like even they would be a little skeptical? Like, that's your plan? Like being this much of a maniac? Yeah. And like, yeah. If, if they're going to like, you know, backdoor like a candidate, I can't imagine Trump is the one they're going to use. Yeah. It just well, I it. just I also have a hard time finding any like generic Republicans like being down to like. Yeah, let's do some shady dealings with Russia because, like, you know, Republicans just. Go, oh, I remember yeah. when we hated communism like that. If you wrote yeah. him a big enough check, I'm sure there's somebody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, but Trump would be so much easier. Like, it would be easier to. Like, I Trump would do it so for much, the funsies. But you have so yeah. much baggage you have to unpack with a Trump, though. Like, I mean, I. Yeah, I mean he, he, you know, nobody thought he was going to make it this far. Yeah, right? but he did. But he, so they have. I think. Well, maybe Vladimir Putin's like he's the only one dumb enough to play ball with me on some of this shit. 
Uh, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. And now Putin's like, whoa, America. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit. Remember when he stole Robert Kraft's Super Bowl ring? Vladimir Putin. What? Vladimir Putin stole Robert oh, yeah, Kraft's Super Bowl that. ring. That Wait, amazing. what? He, uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots. Uh, Vladimir Putin was uh, visiting the United States for some reason. And uh, Robert Kraft showed him his Super Bowl ring, and Putin just took it and like admired it for a second and then slipped it in his pocket <laughs> and fucking <laughs> kept it. And uh, the story at first was that Kraft gave it to him, and then later Robert Kraft was like, no, he just took it. <laughs> and that, having that's that kind of cool. Having that story is worth way more than having that ring. Yeah, like, like if Obama went so to England like, uh, and Jong- took some, uh, some fucking football club owner's yeah, ring, I'd fucking, be like, that's pretty The bad. fucking yeah. magic soccer hat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Goblet of Fire or some just, bullshit. No, just, just cut to Kim Jong-un wearing the green jacket from the PGA Masters <laughs> and Dennis Rodman's MVP medal and shit. And, uh, that's nice. That would be fantastic. So the election is, uh, I don't know how far away it'll be. I think like a week away when this goes up. Oh, uh, what's everyone's prediction? Who's going to win? Uh, Clinton by a mile. Johnson. He's he's coming back, man. You're insane. <laughs> he's going to get in that third debate. I know it's in 12 hours, but... <laughs> him, him and Jill Stein need to just shut up and go away. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, Jill Stein. Uh, I, uh, John Oliver played some of her old rap, like hippie, like alt-rock, like chitty Red Hot Chili Peppers group. And she, yeah. she had a rap about bicycling. And I was like, oh, I hate you. I already hated her because she's against nuclear power and she needs to fuck right off. But I'm like... Yeah, and then uh, there's a, you had a great video of Gary Johnson like getting quizzed on like his like tax proposal where like sales tax is twenty eight percent, but like you know lower income people get like a subsidy, and it's just like, yeah, bro, this is like way too complicated and will not work. Yeah. Well, he's also they asked him about Aleppo, and he was like, huh? Yeah. 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 What is that? I, nobody knew what Aleppo was. Like the average person did not know that. No, I but the, he's didn't. You're, he's like running for president. Yes, yeah, so not well, the average person. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Donald Trump is getting away with that shit. You know what I mean? Is he? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, he is, with, but with, with having no fundamental grasp. Well, he called nine eleven. But now, is Donald Trump the bar you want? Is that where no, you want the not. bar raised? No, it's to? not. I'm just saying everybody freaked out on Gary Johnson. Like Trump hasn't done twenty. I don't know yeah. why it annoyed me. It's. What's your problem, Keith? I don't know. Tell me about Aleppo right now. I don't know shit about Aleppo. <laughs> I think it's a dog food. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. It's not going good. I vote Aleppo now. David Huntsberger, who's going to win the election? Yeah, I think I think Clinton's going to. I think Trump's going to get like 138 electoral votes, like something like that. It's going to be not great. Good guess. Yeah. Good guess, David Huntsberger. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I, I realized I didn't make a real prediction. I'm the same. Yeah, I think it'll be over real quickly, and then the the laughing at Trump will ensue. Although Nate Silver seems to have like predicted that every step of the way, and given like statistical people like a certain amount of hope, and then it keeps being proved wrong. So or proven yeah. wrong. Yeah. So, like, I could see it suddenly being a bit of a nail biter, and be like, "What the fuck?" And everyone just being baffled. But I I think it's gonna be over quickly. Well, it's just like all all Trump's path to victories. I mean, he's getting fucked in Florida and Ohio and North Carolina. Like you know, there's a lot of places where it's like, okay, well, that's kind of like part of your plan. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, places where he should be doing. Did you? Better. Oh, there's another special guest at the debate tonight. He no, he invited Obama's half brother, who's a Trump supporter, to the debate because he had the sex accusers <laughs> last oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what like what kind of shitty like. 
like like reality show surprise reunion thing is that like that's like he's like doing like a Maury Pope which like all right let's meet your husband's rape accuser he's like, <laughs> fucking Jeff Obama yeah it's just fucking Jeff Obama it's, it's some it's fucking he's just some chud he's just like yeah man as we my brother, man, fuck. The, I mean, he used to steal my tank toys. Now he's fucking stealing the <laughs> money from the job creators. Like, he's just a dummy. I've heard him talk a couple times. And I'm just like, just a dummy. Yeah, I've, I've for a long time been convinced Trump would win, and I feel like finally, I finally feel kind of confident that he won't. I thought and so too for the longest crazy, time. It's crazy that the thing of all the shit he did, the thing that finally undid him was that tape, like. He called Mexicans rapists. Like, dude, he wanted to ban all I Muslims. It, it, I don't think it the comes, tape even really undid him, though. Is the it thing. comes down to women are hard to roast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I honestly believe that. Like, Little Marco, Lion Ted, Zing, Crooked Hillary. She's a grandma. <laughs> she's got, like, fucking, like, rolling pin elbows, you know? She's got the fucking, like... Goofy Gizzard that shakes when she tries to dance to whatever rap songs they tell her to put on so she seems cool to the fucking Bernie voters. Like, she's hard to roast. Like, he he looks like, a, these debates, he looks like an asshole, all right? When he was talking to t- Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, it's like, yeah, it looks fine because those guys are both cunts too. But it's like, it's a fucking nice old lady that's just devoted her life to public service, you twat. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's and I just think that if I could write roast jokes for Hillary Clinton, she would win in a like a McGovern like fucking landslide <laughs> against Trump. Like, oh god, it would be fantastic. Yeah, that's the only way she wins that. Like, you don't want her and Trump going. You don't want them roast battling each other. No. Ra- Bill Maher had help. a great point where he was like, "In my lifetime, we've had like, you know landslide victories where people have won one state. You know, like fuck it, like like George McGovern and Nixon, and then Mal- M- Mondale and Reagan. Like fucking, it's a blowout. Like the entire map is red." You know, and it's like yeah. Trump is still going to win like 20 states, 15, 20, 25, you know, not 25, but, you know, like, like he's going to win more than 10 states. And it's like, fucking what? It's the yeah. fucking 2016. Yeah. The, the morning after the election is going to be real weird because I feel like the left is going to be just laughing at ha, dumb Trump and dumb Trump voters. But it's like, no, a few hundred million people all just tried yeah. to elect the Antichrist. So we have to like sit down and figure out what we did to get here. Yeah. And if you look at the popular vote, even scarier, because it's like, okay, 41% of people are just down with this. Yeah, and it's just a strategy they'll learn to refine mm-hmm. for the next election. And then it's the man in the high castle. Great show, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a good <laughs> one. Really I just dived into it. I think Trump would be doing a lot better if he had a... He wanted Condoleezza Rice as the VP. I think that would have been a dope choice. No. Oh yeah, that would have been. I was convinced he would pick a a black person. Would have been a baller move as oh, VP. He... I thought he was going to pick Peter Kirsenow, who is a guy who's been on the Civil Rights Commission for thirteen years under Obama and Bush, and he's a black dude. Uh-huh. But he also is the architect of most of Trump's crazy immigration policies. Yeah. Like he's the guy behind the idea that illegal immigration hurts. Uh, poor black communities the most. Interesting. Ooh. He would have th- been a great. Yeah. Just just for a Mike fu- Pence was a terrible pick. Just for, for a, just yeah. for a throwback rematch, I would have loved Newt Gingrich, like a Clinton and a Gingrich going at it again. That would have been <laughs> sick. I miss Newt Gingrich. He's evil. He has a high voice. He's got a big shitty Jay Leno head, and he just. <laughs> He's has, just this fucking horrible mastermind. Like he looks like he owns a candy factory that and he just poisons, and he's just horrible looking. Has he's, anyone seen the Thirteenth? The documentary on someone's Netflix. telling me about that. I gotta watch yeah, it. Yes, it's it's about the amendment that abolished slavery, uh, but there's also a clause that says if you're incarcerated, you can still be a slave. 
And uh, in the middle of this, like it's a very liberal documentary, and then in the middle of it, Newt Gingrich pops up. And he's like, yeah, man, we were wrong in the 90s. We put a lot of people in jail who shouldn't have been in jail. I'm like, what? Is that another Newt Gingrich? Like, <laughs> Way to go, Newt. Yeah. But also, we fuck goof. you, fuck you I for doing it. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like, yeah too late now. I just appreciate the honesty. Yeah. 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 That part was good. Well, I mean, this thing about super predators is, I mean, it's tough. Oh, it's the, 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 you, you shoot them and they yeah. keep on walking. It's like... <laughs> You gotta, you gotta. Was dis- Super Predators the one with Adrian Brody in it? You gotta destroy the brain completely. <laughs> Did you guys see Splice? One of the worst films yes. ever made. Because it starts off he as fucks a, the alien. It starts off it. as. No, I don't need to. It starts off as a great movie, and my friend Ryan made us go see it, and we were all very reluctantly. And then about forty-five minutes in, we're like, "All right, Ryan, Splice is a pretty good movie. You won this one." And then he fucks the alien. <laughs> Why are you saying that like it's a bad thing? Oh, because it's just stupid. It was, it was kind of hot. Was yeah, like, I'd fuck an alien. Yeah. Yeah, how many chances are you going to have to fucking alien? Yeah, probably one. Maybe when you do your Area 51 suicide Oh, plan. yeah. Just please let us know. Area 69. <laughs> <laughs> High, fives. <laughs> High fives. High uh, fives. I think the the whole media rigged election, that, that, that may be a bit more valid. Honestly, I buy yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, well, NBC especially. I mean, because he, you know, he, the, the Apprentice drama and all that shit, and you know, the Univision yeah. and everything with the, you know, uh, Mrs. America pageants, and then like all the tape coming out from Access Hollywood, like that sort of seems like that's a slightly more plausible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the media is not even not even transparent, I, or not even like there's no doubt in my mind they're leaning towards Hillary. Like, yeah, I mean, NBC yeah, is not. I wrote a thing a few weeks ago about NBC and Trump. And what, if you what website was it if for? You re- it was on Cracked. Okay. And if you really look at their coverage, like especially Meet the Press, Meet the Press has been very anti-Hillary pretty much the entire campaign. But if you com- like, if you compare their press the meat, on the other hand, is very- <laughs> <laughs> if you compare the interviews the two of them do, like Trump and Chuck Todd will have some kind of public fight, uh-huh. and then a couple weeks later, Trump is always on Meet the Press just right away, and. It seems like, if you look at it, it seems more like their arguments are just meant to drum up publicity for this appearance. And then you get to these interviews, and Chuck Todd is so deferential to Trump. Like, he'll ask him, like, hey, what was that thing about Mexicans or rapists? And Trump will give some bullshit answer, and Chuck Todd will be like, okay. But then if you watch the first interview Clinton did on Meet the Press after the campaign started... It's one of the most brutal interviews I've ever seen. He stays on her for 15 minutes just about these emails. He will not let her stop talking about the emails. And then they cut to commercial and come back. And he goes, let's go to some video clips. And it's just clip after clip of Hillary Clinton like changing positions on issues. Oh, shit. And it, it's such a harsh interview. Uh-huh. And... It's the it's exactly the kind of interview you wish Trump would have had to sit through even fucking once. Yeah. And yeah. he never did. Like he never I can't think of a single interview where anyone went at him the way Chuck Todd went at Hillary Clinton. Oh, I think Anderson interview. Cooper at the debate went after him. Oh pre- yeah, when he called him well. a five year old child. That was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, that was tight. All right. We should probably get out of here. We don't have comments because we're recording this way way, way in advance. Way I think we might have some comments we could read on something. <laughs> <laughs> Just now. Let's keep the scale. David Huntsberger, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm 
that's right. Oh, I have my own podcast called Space Cave. Uh, and it, well, this will probably, never mind, this will be out later beyond. I'm doing some uh, work for the Bill Nye show, but that. Oh, wow. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, this will be out in a couple weeks. It'll be out like the week before the election. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you can check me out. Um, cutting off Daniel and stopping him from contributing anything. David, oh. actually. Oh, God oh. damn it, Connor. God, how are you so unlikable? <laughs> well, I was trying to make a joke about how I was a bad guest. No, you weren't. And no, I no, was. No, you weren't, you fucking liar. <laughs> no, I, 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 I Fuck you and your dick. No, no I, you weren't. I was really trying to be like, because I felt bad for interrupting and I was like, you can catch me interrupting Daniel on his podcast and then it was be a little self-deprecation, but now, now Connor's the bad guy, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm the bad guy. You know that I'm toxic, all right? <laughs> oh no! All right, I think I think that's it. I mean, I have CDs and stuff on uh, iTunes, and um, are you still doing the Huntsberger Junk show? Oh yeah, in I do LA? the monthly yeah, variety yeah. show here in LA. It's that's great fun. Show. You've done that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really yeah. good show. Connor, do you have anything to plug? You will never see me at the Huntsberger Variety Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mean Boys Podcast with me and Keith Carey, and you can watch us on the uh, Burn Booth of the new episode seven, probably out right now, uh, which is us uh, roasting zombies and shit. So nice. Yeah. Look up Burn Keith. Booth. Yeah, Mean Boys Podcast, uh, Burn Booth. Uh, also go to ScreenJunkies.com. Watch the uh, the roast of Captain America and the roast of uh, Rick Grimes. I wrote for those, and I'll be writing nice. for the new ones coming out in a couple months. Awesome. And I will, uh, I'll be on tour. By the time this is up, I'll almost be done with the tour. I think I'll be in Cleveland tonight. Wee! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll be out on tour with Portugal the Man. And uh, subscribe to the rest of our podcasts at un- connectpal.com slash unpopularopinion. And call the voicemail line, 505-386-7677. All right. Say goodbye, David Huntsberger. I have to say goodbye. Yeah, you literally have to say the words goodbye or this podcast can't end and no one can leave the room. Okay. Well, see you later. (laughs) God damn it. We're trapped. Say goodbye, Connor. I miss you, Randall. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye, Keith. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. I'm not high.